0: Hi, this is Sydney, and thanks for listening to the show today. If you liked today's episode, please let us know. Hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on our new episodes. Leave us a comment or review. We love all of your feedback. Share the show with your friends, and most importantly, come introduce yourself at our free online community at MillionairesTraining.org. Hello, it's Sydney O'Sullivan, and my guest is john lawson you are gonna love john john actually asked me to be on his summit actually i think i asked him if i could be on his summit but anyway he asked me to be on his we had so much fun i was so impressed with john and all his knowledge that i really wanted to include him in our millionaire training so john is the ceo of third power outlet an online retail clothing and accessories company that he founded and he has sold millions of dollars in e-commerce, which is really cool to get an e-commerce expert on here because uh, John, were you doing it with Amazon and eBay? And you're going to give us a little bit of an, oh gosh, you must've been doing this uh, while they were all been growing. You were in the right place at the right time. He's a platinum eBay power seller. He's a top rated Amazon merchant and small business influencer of the year. He's facilitated more than 500,000 transactions online. He's a three times Amazon number one best-selling author, entrepreneur, and international speaker. And he's also the chief marketer at Cold Rice Media, an IBM Cognitive College adjunct professor, and is celebrated as one of the top 100 SMB influencers and the 50 most influential in SMB marketing. And he's spoken to over 200,000 people worldwide on e commerce and social media marketing. Yay! Hey. Welcome, John. Yay! I the raise the like, no. crowd <laughs> is roaring. So, uh, okay. And, you know, w- hopefully one day we'll be standing on that live stage again because yeah, I, I, I miss it. Do you? Absolutely.
1: I totally <laughs> miss the, the live, you know, thing. I miss The it. live vibe yes i so miss all not- the other parts i i miss getting there i miss the in,
0: the pow-wows. <laughs> powwows in the bar
1: right yes powwows in the bar at night of course i miss all that so Dad,
0: tell me uh tell me why did you start this business how did you get into this
1: well you know i was about to go bankrupt and that's how i got started i uh you know i started this in 2001, that's when I started selling online, but uh, in 2000s, uh, everybody was uh, on this house flipping tip. That's when house flipping became hot, right? The thing, you just flip a house and you make $10,000. And I was trying to flip a house. A friend of mine came and said, Hey, you got a good job and you got good credit so you can sign for it. And then I'll be the you know, guy that gets it all done. Well, he didn't do his part. I did my part. And the problem was that when we went through for the walkthrough of the house, they had taken a three bedroom home and turned it into a two bedroom, two bath. And if you're doing section eight, you don't get the same amount of money for a two bedroom that you get for a three bedroom. And it was impossible for me to make that mortgage work. And so I ended up upside down, was about to go bankrupt. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fill out the paperwork. And while I was doing that, a friend of mine was talking to me and he was like, hey, you ever thought about selling stuff on eBay? And I was like, eBay? Okay. But anyway, I tried. I started selling used books on eBay. Uh, Fast forward four years later, I ended up leaving my corporate job and never looking back. So I've been my own boss since 2004, actually 2001.
0: How did you, how did you just crush it on eBay like that, selling used books? What, what was your background before that? You said you had a corporate job. Did you yeah. have experience? Did you like bring IT experience with you? And- I brought IT experience with yeah. me. I don't
1: think that, I mean, that allowed me to get over the, uh, uh, you know, the technology fear that maybe some other people would have had reminding you, this is the early two thousands, literally to build a website in 2000, you know, to 2004 would have cost you 10,000 plus, you know, there was no Shopify back then, you know, so eBay was the big game in town. You could literally start by listing something on eBay and selling. So I've sold out of all the it books. Cause now that you mentioned it, that's what I was selling. Remember those big thick books you'd buy for like 50 bucks. They teach you how to code. Well, I used to buy those all the time. And once you know how to do a language, you don't need the book, right? So I was- started with, You
0: started with your own stuff, selling your own stuff and then, yes. then you went out. And do you think that you, would you say that you started with a kind of a niche market? Like, was that selling IT no did you just expand? You don't, you don't think it really mattered that you had a particular- do you think yeah. that's important? The gist of my question is: yeah. When people are getting started, how important do you think it is for them to focus on a particular area? Um, I've noticed that I think the biggest one of the biggest problems that people are having at the moment with getting into online businesses in particular is there's so much, there's so many different possibilities, right? It's the, it's the overwhelm. Should they be doing eBay? Should they be doing Amazon, Shopify? Uh, how do you market? Should you know? One of my clients I interviewed the other day, she's crushing it with TikTok. You know but like we're all doing really great with Facebook so do you find that that that's important like I know you're doing a lot of coaching now um do you tell people to focus is that one of the things that that you yeah you you
1: gotta focus I mean you gotta have some sort of like this is where I'm going to learn first like you said TikTok TikTok is a shiny object right? Yes, there's people making millions on TikTok, but two years ago, there were people making millions on Instagram. And two years before that, there were people making money on Facebook. And two years before that, so there's always this new shiny object, right? And then what you end up doing is you're like, oh, I'm doing this here. Well, it's not working that well here, so I need to add TikTok to that, right? And then I need to add Instagram, because i'm not selling enough on on you know th- that's that's a very big problem it's called multiplication by zero so you're not doing nothing here so you want to multiply nothing by going to five other platforms you'll still end up with nothing that's the problem so i some people will tell me oh sure, you know i'm doing on um, uh facebook advertising and it's doing okay should i add youtube i'm like well have you run out of people there's like 2 billion people on face I mean, 20 billion people on Facebook, have you run out of the 20 billion that you need to move somewhere else? You've gotta first find something that's working and then you can multiply what's working to other places. But I mean, literally you sh- most people, if you just, I got a lady that, like you said, I'm coaching, she's on Etsy, right? And she's doing great on Etsy. But she's like, well, I want to start my Shopify store and I want to start running Facebook ads. I'm like, have you learned to run ads on Etsy yet? You know, have you exhausted your space on Etsy where you need to leave that platform to add something to it? If not, then you need to add on your expertise where you're at right now. So yes, I mean, I'm not into just jumping everywhere just to be there.
0: So, so let's get into the nuts and bolts of it go if for it we're advising somebody right now like one of your clients comes to you and they say i am doing pretty great you know i'm making making like you know maybe a five figure six figures on etsy uh or whatever it is you know for them uh-huh. they've got an uh they got something that's working for them when you start working with a client for instance like i do do you say what has worked for you in the past like where did you make your most money what did you like doing the most and Would you like to do that again, right? uh, Right. Because get them back in their zone, right? Into their zone of genius, right? So um, because I find a lot of people, including me, we get all sidetracked, you know, and, uh, you know, try to please other people. Maybe, you know, we're, or we lose confidence in something just because we hit a challenge and then we start looking for some other solution. So let's, so knowing what you know now and you had to, to coach somebody, they said, I'm serious, make me a millionaire. What do I have to do? What advice would you give them?
1: I mean, if you're going to go into e-commerce, you know, then you got to figure out which one you want to do because there's different models. Right. And everybody, if you look at, you know, like a coaching program or something, every coaching program will tell you theirs is the best, whether it be, you know, drop shipping, right. You can create a drop shipping store using products from China and drop ship straight from China. You can do that. That's a model right you can do like i did back in the day building something on ebay that's a model amazon an amazon business that's a model so just because you say you want to do e-commerce once you've done that then you want to figure out what model would be best suited for you and where you're at right now and then you gotta sift through all the noise because every you know program and coaching program and this that the third tells you they're the best right and then, then you need to sift through all of that because i really do believe in not starting from zero when you have so many people that have blazed trails now that you can literally just follow to your success so what took me you know 10 years to do people are doing it in a year now in terms of growth in terms of expansion getting their name brands, you know, getting their, their, their business really, really going and growing. It took me a long time, a lot of trial and error and failure, you know? And so when you get with a person like me that can be a mentor to you, I show you where not to go into that pothole. It's like, stop driving that way, stop. You're about to fall into a hole, <laughs> you know? That's, that's the good part that you wanna you wanna start doing. And of course, the, the internet is so full of information. And, and I love that, you know, um, and, and it's it's good for that, but also at the same time, all of that information can be overwhelming.
0: So how did you go from selling books yes. to selling over half um what is it, half a billion? Half, no, a million, half, a million, half a million, half a million, sorry. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> basically, I mean, I sold I so I many different things. Over the years, okay, and that's the that's the one thing. So, so, so like you're talking about, you know, like if I did, I need to focus in on just selling one type of item. I didn't have to do that because on on a platform like eBay, you can sell so many different things. You don't have to become this singular brand. That's why when you said, you know, uh, uh, when you introduced me, Third Power Outlet, we became an outlet store, right? that allowed me or gave me the bandwidth to sell anything i would come across you know and i would find deals all over the place man from technology to clothing to concert tickets you know refrigerator i've sold everything under that uh banner what ended up happening is we ended up finding, or i don't know if we found the niche or the niche found us right because i would start selling some uh Hip hop gear. I actually started selling bandanas, and that was—I don't know—it was—it was an epiphany, because we sold so many bandanas, and then it became like, well, who are we selling it to? And I bought them because it was a hip hop thing at the time. Remember again, early 2000s—you know, people wanted to look like their favorite rap artists, and they were wearing bandanas. Tupac, where he is? bandana even though he was still dead they would play his videos you know so so people would would come to me and ask me like how do you fold a bandana to look like tupac look i'm a black guy i get it. It, it it's everybody in in my neighborhood knows how to do that that's you know just what do you mean i didn't get it but what was happening is we were tapping into a global audience because ebay put our small business in front of the world for us. That's what a marketplace business can do. So, you know, if you're a Shopify seller, you don't really walk into a marketplace. eBay sellers, Amazon sellers, Etsy sellers, walk in to a marketplace, right? And there's traffic already in the marketplace. You're just trying to attract them to your wares. That's what that, model is, right? Where Shopify, you build your store and then you attract your traffic. I didn't learn how to drive traffic for years because I didn't have to drive traffic. eBay had that traffic for me. Amazon had that traffic for me. All I had to do was, hey, I'm over here and they would come.
0: So you were on, you were on a platform, which like today, you know, we, we we put books on Amazon. Amazon's a similar thing. It's got, Amazon is global. We put a book on Amazon. Amazon puts it on the Australian site, the UK site, the French site, the Italian site, they do all of that. Right. It's the same thing with eBay. So the secret I guess is to find a hot is to know how to find hot selling uh, things. Like right now there's hot selling things. I go around all over the place and there are, uh, they're masks, right? Uh, and we're gonna come back to your bandana story because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, but like when um, I, I just moved back to the states from Australia. My daughter went over to New York to do her MBA. Uh, she's doing her master's in law, and she said to me, "Do you think you could?" I make used to make clothes, so she's like, "Could you make me some masks, some cool masks?" You know, so I spent a day just I downloaded a pattern, you know, off of probably Etsy, you know, or like one of those uh, Pinterest, I think it was, and. Uh, made myself, um, made some masks, tried a few different styles. And I remember thinking, uh, I'm too busy, but I remember thinking there'd be a business in this, like making some cool masks, like fun masks, sparkly masks. You know, I've got all that sparkly material in the garage from when I used to make kids, you know, uh, costumes. And, and uh, I was thinking there's a market, you know, and right now I, st- I go all over the place and yes, stores are selling masks, but they're not comfortable. They're difficult to breathe through. There's, there's probably, and I happened to see a guy on TV the other day talking about how he started getting all these women who did crafting to make masks for uh, for the, you know, for charity. Like, you know, they're raising money for charity and they have made millions of dollars selling these masks because there's there's always opportunity, right? Yes. Yeah, so so tell us what happened. So you started, you made a video, right?
1: You, yeah, I, yeah, I made a video how to sell, how to fold a bed there I made the video because I was basically a one-man shop and i kept getting these questions about how to fold it that it was driving me crazy so i like made customer it. support tickets people were like i bought a band. Yes. Right? and yes. you like hey i didn't you know, pay for that yeah <laughs> exactly so i made the video put it on youtube and then i would you know anytime somebody asked i just shoot them the video link. well that video ended up going totally viral you know and uh, um it just became crazy. It's like even my competitors were embedding that video on their site. So once I got wind of what was going on, I started putting a commercial inside the video. Hey, if you want to buy, you know, bandanas, go to Third Power Outlet, our store, blah, blah, blah. And we really literally um, tracked over 10,000 sales from just that one video, not 10,000 bandana sales, but 10,000 sales. Like right? it was like, oh my gosh, I'm on to something here. And that's how social became really important for me. And that's kind of how I ended up getting into the social commerce part of business.
0: So then did you you sort of went, I need to learn more about, like, was was YouTube at that time? Was YouTube the one that went viral? And, it was
1: YouTube that went viral,
0: yeah. Yes. So then you were like, wow, I need to figure out this YouTube thing. And so then you learned how to do ads and stuff on YouTube or or, you know, how to embed ads in your... Well, did you have to embed an ad? I guess it was your video. No, so all it, you do was any, it was an ad. It was not an ad any
1: in your video. Album, you know, but it was about embedding videos into my copy. And then right at right around that same time, Twitter came out, you know, and I was really into Twitter and somebody uh, was. You know, I was on Twitter and they were like, oh, did you do that video? I was like, yeah. And we've made a lot of money off of this video. And they they said, would you come and teach that at my conference? And I was like, really? You want me to come speak? I'm like, okay. And that was the first time I got a speaking gig from that. And literally that's when my speaking career kind of started. And so this this social was really about me building the personal brand after that you know I, I the bandanas and the and the and the whole business there there's a whole nother story on that what happened with that business was crazy but um also at the same time i'm doing this speaking business and personal branding and that's when i got into social media for personal branding
0: so what was your goal with the personal branding? so you're a three time you've written books. Um, why did you write the books? Um, and- well so um,
1: somebody did an interview with me you know and they were like, uh, you know we, we, we want to do an interview with some e-commerce people. Can we you know talk to you for about 30 minutes and we're gonna do this with about five or ten different e-commerce people? So anyway, that 30-minute call lasted like 90 minutes, right? And they were like, dude, I, I got so much from this interview with you. I think we're going to write a story just on you. And I was like, really? You know?" And it ended up being a three-part series that they wrote from that one interview. But also at the same time, he said, um, if you ever think you want to write a book, let me know because me and my wife we've written 22 books and we can help you write a book i'm like okay yeah i want to write a book hell yeah you know like and um long story short he helped me put together the treatment and the outline for the book he got me introduced to a uh uh what do you call him a, 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 a writer a ghostwriter oh you know, the book guy the the, the guy that a sells publisher.
0: A, a publisher a, not a
1: publisher and yeah. An agent. He got me oh, an agent. A literary
0: agent. A literary yeah. agent. Yeah. So he
1: got the agent. Agent liked the idea. Agent took the idea. Went and got two publishing offers. And I sold the book within, I don't know. I don't think it was more than 30 days. You know. And so that's what people I you know. This was with a publisher you know so you know with the publisher it's got the little thing on the bottom it says (laughs) published by you know and i didn't understand the publishing game at the time you know Um, but we ended up signing with ben bella books and uh you know
0: hi this is sydney and thanks for listening to the show today if you'd like today's episode please let us know hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on our new episodes Leave us a comment or review. We love all of your feedback. Share the show with your friends and most importantly, come introduce yourself at our free online community at MillionairesTraining.org.